Welcome everyone to our August Explorer Call. I'm Janine Stanley. I am your Explorer Community Manager. I have with me tonight Ryan Bishop, who is our Explorer Account Manager. Hey, Ryan. So many of those. I've, you got it right today, though. I'm proud of I you. did. Uh, I got. Like, you know, I <laughs> I practiced. Okay. <laughs> you know, I can I can believe that. <laughs> I, I did have to practice that one. But uh, welcome to all of our YouTube fans out there, all of our Zoom fans out there, and we have a really cool and fun show tonight. So what we're going to do. We're going to go over the news that you all received yesterday. And if Troy is able to join us tonight, we will bring him in for a few minutes um, whenever he is able to get here to talk a little bit more about this news. But basically, we have three things to tell you about. And all of these things will take place. They will go active on Tuesday, August 25th. And those three things are a change to our free five minutes. And that change is going to involve the free five-minute offer being limited to one call per day for our guests, those people without a paid account, and then those people who do have paid accounts, our subscribers, will be able to get one call for every four hours. So within a four-hour period of time, you'll be able to make one free five-minute call or up to five minutes. And we'll be talking a lot more about this on IraCast. Troy will talk a bit about it and the reasoning behind it. But for now, we wanted to get that on the table for everybody. Now, we realize that's going to be kind of a big change for a lot of people. However, we are giving you some great things to go along with this change. And one of the things is the ability to purchase gift cards. Yay, gift cards! <laughs> yes, we had gift cards last December for the holidays, and they were wildly popular. So uh, you will have the ability to purchase gift cards, and those gift cards are going to be in the amounts of 30 50 and $100, and that will be basically IRA cash that you will apply then to your IRA account. And with that cash, you can buy a monthly plan, a couple months of a plan if you want, uh, if you get enough gift cards. You can also purchase add-on minutes. And right now, we have 50 for 50 add-on minutes. But wait, there's more, she says, because the add-on minutes are going to be changing as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you are going to be able to get more add-on minutes more quickly because right now, the way it works is you use up about 95% of your paid minutes before you can actually buy add-on minutes. Well, guess what? We turned that completely flipped it over, and now you only have to use 5% of your planned minutes before you can buy add-on minutes. And the add-on minutes, you will be able to buy 25 add-on minutes for $30, 50 add-on minutes for $50, and 100 add-on minutes for $90. So get excited about those. Those will start next week. But before all of those start, we have some guests tonight, and I am so excited. We've wanted to do this show for a while. You guys have asked for it, and with all of the upheaval and whatnot in the world, this is going to be a fun show. So we are traveling to Agent Land tonight, and with us tonight, we have Carla Kane. Hello, Carla. Hi, Janine. Thanks for having me. 
And Carla is, and I'm going to totally screw up your title because I didn't get to practice it. So <laughs> I believe you. Oh, Don't I'm announce it. I am an agent training specialist as well as an agent. Awesome. I'm the one responsible for getting the new agents all accustomed to the dash and uh, working with the explorers. And um, then I also still get to be an agent, which is awesome. Cool. Cool. And she helps people like me get across the street sometimes. <laughs> we, we did a traffic training that will live in the annals of IRA forever uh, for agents, actually. Um, that was a while back when we were all out still going and being brave and going out and about places. That happened? <laughs> it did, believe it or not, it did. And we have three special guests from Agent Land tonight. Mr. Mark Lawrence. Hello, Mark. Good evening. How are you today, Janine? Hey, we are uh, we are doing great tonight. And we have Mr. Rob Schmitz. Hello, Rob. Hello, good evening, Janine. And Miss Sarah Rushing. Hello, Sarah. Hello. All right. So we asked folks to submit questions before uh, we got started, and we got some wonderful questions from people, which we've shared with our panelists. But let's start with Carla and find out, so what is the whole process of becoming an agent from, you know, hiring? What do people have to go through when they get hired? I can answer that. Um, well, we like to say that being hired as an IRA agent is more difficult than making it into Harvard. Um, <laughs> we have uh, Kyle, who is our agent hiring manager, and he is the one that really um, targets the demographic that we want, um, has really kind of pinpointed what makes a great agent, um, and partners with a couple different groups to kind of filter those um, our way. He handles most of um, the interview process. Sometimes uh, members of the management team will tap in to help him in an especially busy time. Um, from there, they go to Wendell, who um, is also part of the agent uh, training and hiring team. And I can't remember Wendell's title, uh, but Wendell does a lot of the back-end work, getting them set up in our systems, logins, things like that. And then he also does the introductory workshop, um, which kind of just explains what IRA is, our history, um, our uh, kind of mission, things like that. And then they come to me, um, and then official training starts. It's approximately two weeks long, and it's uh, 20 to 30 hours. There is uh, online Brightspace courses, much like uh, college courses. They go in and complete. Um, there's a module on O&M terms. There's a module on navigation, on public transit, on online shopping, um, you know, new explorer calls. It's a lot that is um, basically crammed into a new agent's brain. And um, we work with several explorers who are trainers um, who have been trained how to do that. Janine did that once for us. And we have a pretty good team. Um, we've gone over the things that we need out of those live sessions, um, you know, different scenarios that could come up. But those are the first time that an agent actually gets their hands on the dash. They've had very extensive Brightspace courses, but that first one's always a little nerve-wracking. So I host those um, in a Zoom room, and they sign into Dash, and they uh, basically navigate our Explorer trainers. We have anywhere from two to three agents per session. 
I am giving um, feedback as they go along. Uh, sometimes it's nerve wracking because the explorer is talking in one ear and I'm talking in the other. Um, but uh, my great team of explorer trainers have really made those uh, sessions um, have so much impact. Um, and then uh, they go to their public transit. Also in there, we have what is called a uh, buddy session at the end. Um, and both Mark and Rob, and I think Sarah even has buddied with uh, agents in training. It's basically like their last step before going live by themselves. Um, they will partner with like Rob, Mark, or Sarah and watch them work. And then the reins get handed to the new agent. So it really is their first time. But they have a buddy to kind of, you know, talk them through processes, kind of hold their hand before they go live. Um, so, yeah, it's a pretty extensive uh, process. And um, we have streamlined it over the years. I think the process has uh you know, gotten even better. And um, in fact, sharing with uh, the management team today, um, you know, the training team got lots of kudos and really um, said that these agents that we are turning out are um, ready to go, very qualified. After they've been on DASH for about four to five weeks, we have what's called Agent 2.0, which is even more navigation training because it is the hardest thing an IRA agent does. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's we do we don't do a whole lot of it, and especially in these last few months, we haven't yeah. had a lot of navigation. <laughs> so we do a tune up, and again, those wonderful explore trainers will um, you know will have sessions scheduled and they'll go hit the streets. We do public transit, and then we have um, an Agent 2.0 Brightspace module, which goes into more detail about you know camera manipulation, tricky um, maybe street navigation, uh, things like that. Uh, there's a really in depth airport navigation. Um, for me personally, airport is one of the most difficult things as an IRA agent. It's one of the things I love to do the best, but there's so many moving parts and there's usually a deadline, you know, you have 20 (laughs) minutes to make a connection. Um, so they get that training afterwards. And currently I am developing uh, several more courses for agents, um, kind of like continuing education credits, um, you know, with team viewer and several other things like that. Um, so hopefully we'll have more classes for those agents to get better prep uh, for you guys. Excellent. Wow. And that was one of the questions that was sent in was about um, how people are trained. Now, given the fact that we operate now in five different countries, how does that work during their training? Because I can imagine, you know, you're, you're doing navigating in the U.S. and then all of a sudden, boom, there's a call from Australia and you're on the other side of, you know, traffic going the wrong direction. <laughs> How does yeah. how does that work? Because wow, I think that would be a, a little crazy. It takes a little bit of an adjustment. Um, you know, most of our agents who do that do work overnight, and our overnight crew, if anybody's ever worked with them, is awesome. That's a pretty dedicated crew. Um, there are resources available for all agents, but especially on the overnight crew, the manager of that, um, you know, make sure that they have those resources. We have kind of common language. Uh, what When they say this, this is what they mean. And the one that jumps out to me is jumper means sweater. I didn't know that. <laughs> Uh, pictures mm-hmm. of different uh, crossings. Uh, one thing in the UK is that a lot of the crossings are offset. They're not directly at the end of 
oh, the wow. curve, which was new to me. Um, and they have, I don't work a lot overnight, so I'm not totally familiar with all of them, but we mm-hmm. do have resources that, uh, you know, they go through to get prepped for those overnight calls. Uh, but for most of it, it really is just common sense. Um, you know, our agents are bright. They know that traffic travels a different direction. <laughs> they are Google masters. And if they can't find the name of, you know, that they'll, they'll Google it real quick while navigating you. Um, but yeah, the overnight crew gets to have most of those, um, you know, a foreign calls, which is a lot of fun. Uh, wow. Great. And uh, we had a question about what um, maps do you use or train on or how do you get some of the geographic information that you get? Um, I prefer to use Google Maps just because I'm really good at that. And with Google Maps, um, you can pop down into Street View. You can zoom in, zoom out. You can look ahead. You can hover over names of stores and click, and then the website opens up. You can uh, type in different destinations, um, you know, like in Dash say that they've asked for the next public transit, and the Dash will populate the next one, and they say, no, no, I don't want subway quickly over to Google Maps Mm -hmm. and you pull it up and they have all the different types of transportation you could take. Um, They're pretty similar to what we use in Dash. That's why I like to train on them. Um, There have been a couple of times, you know, like an Explorer trainer was able to make the session. And although it doesn't compare to having a live Explorer trainer, I can share my screen and basically kind of walk down the street um, as Uh if I was the camera holder, wherever that Google car or the person wearing the Google head harness has been, uh, we can look at that. So that's one way. And of course, that's international. That's a really good way to kind of learn the streets in the UK or Australia. Oh, wow. Because I was I was kind of wondering about that. Now, there we go. There's a hands-free uh, way to do things with the, the Google head harness. Woo. Yeah, I can only imagine. Well, let me see. Um, let's go to our three agents here, and I'm going to ask you kind of all the same two questions as we get to know you. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what made you choose Ira as a career. So let's start with Mr. Lawrence. Well, um, I had been uh, laid off from my previous profession twice in the span of two and a half years. And a friend of the family uh, who was an explorer uh, suggested that I apply, that Ira had been looking. And, of course, this was way back in the dinosaur era, Uh, (laughs) you know, back when, you know, Poor Carla was was pretty much the entire training team. <laughs> um, and before all the bright space uh, modules and whatnot. And uh, uh, the person said that uh, he thought I would make for a pretty good agent. And so I applied. And here we are all these many, 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 many months later, <laughs> if not years, and uh, I'm still here. So, uh, so again, nobody has shown me the door and said, don't come back. So I assume I'm doing something right. <laughs> Definitely awesome. right. You do make a good agent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we can say that of pretty much, you know, everybody. Every single one of the much, people but here. Every single one of you all are just awesome agents. And so, Mark, what about Ira? You know, what what keeps you here? What what's the thing that makes you say, "I am an Ira agent"? I I, I think everybody starts off with the same basic building block in that you're making a difference. Uh, you know, you are no matter what the call may be, 
you are uh, either facilitating uh, something or empowering someone or relieving stress. I, mean, I, I cannot tell you how many calls that, you know, I've taken over the time here where an explorer calls in frustrated mm-hmm. because they have been battling something, whether it be a technological uh, hurdle or something in the home or just something out and about in the world that they have tried and tried. And, and some have said, I've been working on this for two hours. I can't get it. Can you help? And my response is always the same. Oh, don't, don't, we're here to relieve stress. We're here to make life a little easier for you to navigate so that you're not getting frustrated. Don't wait two hours to call. (laughs) Call call an hour ago. Don't be (laughs) my husband, in other words. Gotcha. (laughs) You know, know, as a guy who never asked directions either, Mm -hmm. you know, I understand the concept, but it's like, you know, and the fact that, so you start off with that building block and then, you know, you, you, the challenge that you never know what is going to be coming down the pike with the next call. You know, it, it's an incredibly invigorating uh, job. It's an incredibly satisfying job in that regards. Uh, it can also be an incredibly stressful or frustrating job. Uh, you know, sure. depending on whether you can, you can, it's a task that can get completed or not, uh, whether it's something that is just an environment that is challenging, uh, but you throw all of those ingredients together and it makes for a very, very satisfying uh, job. I, I, I often tell folks, uh, especially on the Dash Buddy sessions, that it is, Im- if you do the job right as an agent, it is impossible for you to stay in a bad mood, no matter how bad of a day you're having before you come onto the dash Uh, because of the can do spirit of the explorers, because of their energy, their enthusiasm, their appreciation for the service. You simply, if, if you, if you work for more than an hour or two and you're still in a bad mood, (laughs) something is really, really wrong with you, my friend. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that is that is quite awesome to hear. Uh, Sarah, let's find out a little bit about you and how you came to Ira and what to, what makes this. You know, how how do you find your time at Ira? It's a, kind of an odd question. Sorry about that. It's okay. Uh, so I uh, actually my Ira anniversary, I think we call it, is mm-hmm. this month. Ah, um, so I've officially been with Ira for a year. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I've, and it really has flown by. It doesn't even feel like it's been a year. Um, I, my husband uh, just got discharged from the Army today. Oh, wow. Um, so that was actually the reason that I um, was looking for a job, you know, that could, I could kind of take with me everywhere I go um, because we were constantly moving around. Um, sure. And I was a part of several like military spouse uh, online groups, and I saw somebody post about Ira, and I'm like, okay, what's Ira? <laughs> and uh, so I, I applied, and then the next day, you know, I got an invitation for an interview, and um, still without like really any idea what the job involved. Uh, and so after talking to Kyle and everything, I was like, yeah, this is the job for me. Um, and I just, I, I love it. It never feels, I won't say never. It rarely (laughs) ever feels like a job. It's more Mm -hmm. like, um, it's more like, you know, a friend is calling and Hey, 
what should I do about this? Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that I enjoy most is, um, you know, we do everything from the mundane to the super detailed. Um, and it's like, even though we don't know the explorers on a personal level, it feels like um, has kind of like a family feel because we're involved with some of the, you know, really important parts of their life, you know, mm-hmm. like taking pictures of their brand new baby. And, Aww. you know, whereas three months ago, I was uh, helping them look on Amazon for baby cribs. Like that oh, was, boy. <laughs> no, it was one of the, I was probably one of the cooler moments I had where I, you know, I, I saw an explorer searching for something for a baby. And then, you know, three months later, ah, you oh, get to see, the look, there's the baby and look, they like the crib. Yeah. <laughs> and, and after a while, uh, you know, when you work pretty much the same schedule, um, you know, you don't ever say like, Oh, I remember you, but a lot of times mm-hmm. explorers will be like, Oh, Sarah, it's been a while. Or, uh, <laughs> you know, they just kind of know you by your voice. And that's one of the coolest things to me. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I I say it often, you guys are total rock stars, because all you have to do is mention a first name. And oh, my goodness. Yeah, I love him or her. (laughs) So yeah, absolutely. Great. And Sarah is one of the 20% uh, or so of our agents who are military spouses. So we have a lot of military spouse agents, um, basically around the world, wherever um, their spouses happen to be stationed, which is handy for us now that we have um, folks in many, many different time zones. So um, that is another great thing about Ira and being able to become an agent. So, Rob, how about you? Tell us about yourself and your journey to IRA and with IRA. Sure. So, um, I'm actually agenting out of uh, Florida. And mm-hmm. I uh, had been working in the court systems and mediation for a little over 20 years. Oh, wow. I started to <laughs> kind of get into the, uh, yeah, I guess that gives up a little bit how old I am. But um, I kind of got burnt out with um, with the monotony of going through the same things over and over again mm. um, and just the, how stressful it is for the other people in the mediation. Anyone that goes has ever been to a court knows how stressful oh, that can yeah. be. Um, so the situation there is always very high tense. Um, and it always feels like everyone that walks out, no one's happy. Um, mm-hmm. Really, everyone feels like they lost when they walked out, whether or not they did get something or whatnot. And it came to a point where I just really started to get burned out. And it really was started to be depressing more and more or less. And so I had been searching for jobs, just, you know, just perusing around. I actually happened to come across Ira, I think on an Indeed forum. I'm not positive. Ah. But I think I did. Mm-hmm. At the time, I've been aging over, a little over a year. Um, they, they were you were sent to the website, I believe, and then you actually took some sort of aptitude test where you did the Uh, navigation and so forth and all that. And then I uh, think I got an email. Uh, I had gotten to that part and then we'd moved along from there. Um, That's kind of how I got here, so pretty much. And then I I started off Mm -hmm. part-time, working a couple hours, I think, like every other agent. And now I've actually pretty much full-time here with Ira. Um, Awesome. Awesome. um, it's just, I guess the other part of it was it was just looking for something to make a difference. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the technology of this company is just, which is mind blowing to me. I mean, I had no idea that this existed. And when I came across it, I just kept getting more and more in depth with it and going, mm-hmm. what is this? And how's this work? And, you know, the more and more you want, it just kept getting more addictive to me as to, mm-hmm. to the result of it. Um, so it's just been fantastic. That's great. I think a lot of people don't realize that Ira is a tech company. And uh, we actually heard the phrase today in a meeting, we are a tech company with people. And uh, I, I think that's really, you know, um, but people think, oh, they just do it through your phone, like FaceTime. Oh, no, not like FaceTime. Um, Carla, can you tell us just a little bit about kind of the dashboard and what people actually you know, that interface between us and the agent, because there is some technology there, right? There's definitely a a sort of VPN type system to protect everybody's security and things like that as we go in and have these interactions. Sure, I can go over the dashboard a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, It is uh, unlike any other piece of software that anybody will use. So like you said, (laughs) no, it's not like using FaceTime. Although I have used that analogy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, what's unique about the dashboard is when an explorer calls in, um, they each have a profile, and that will automatically populate. That gives the agent their direction preference, whether they like left and right, clock face, um, those type of directions. It also will give the agent, um, you know, whether or not they work with a guide dog or a white cane. Also on there is their name, address, telephone number, which is awesome when we're doing online shopping that I can get to that super quick. Yeah. Um, some special notes maybe regarding um, explorers. Like I think there's one note that says Explorer 6-2. Please don't run them into a tree. Oh. So the other agents <laughs> can, can kind of see that. Um, also, we have access to the local time, which has been so helpful with overseas. Um, you know, it's easy to kind of convert in your head the continental U.S., but to do like U.K. time zones, um, oh you know, so that's been built in. Uh, and then we have like a whole map. Uh, like I said, it's usually a little bit like Google Maps, and it will pinpoint the explore, usually almost, um, you know, within 50 feet. And that kind of helps us orient them. There are times that don't work, and that's when an agent's extra special skills kick in, and they figure out how to navigate them outside of that. But for the most part, um, it does locate where the explorer is at. Um, also within that feature, we can search for routes or, you know, the nearest Starbucks or the nearest Walgreens, mm-hmm. things like that. And, um, it'll populate bus routes. It'll populate, um, you know, if you want to just kind of see all of the Starbucks in the area and kind of gauge the distance to which one to be closer, Ooh. we can review those with the, um, Explorer, like, and does this address sound familiar? This one, you know, as to figuring out which one that they want. Um, we also have within that all of our free offers. So agents have access to those free offers. And if they call in and somebody says, hey, can you tell me about the job seeker promo? Agents have that within their dash to kind of look up and go over the terms of that. Um, usually explorers will call in with that coupon activated, but the agents do have access to activate that. We, of course, also have that live feature so that when explorers are at really fun events and they want to share with friends and family, um, we can activate that live session and, you know, with or without a passcode uh, to make it private or not. One of my favorite one of those was playing an online game and the explorer had a, a crowd of people listening and they would, you know, email her the answers. And then oh, I would wow. Assist with that. It was a lot of fun. 
Um, so we have all of those different features. Um, of course, you have the ability to snap a picture, and now we can email it to your phone or email it to your um, or email it to your email address. We can now edit. Um, that's that's a new feature, being able to edit the photo. Oh, I before love we have to, that feature too. Yeah. Yes, and that was a request from explorers that our uh, developers kind of met, which was awesome. Um, you know, we have the ability now to text, which was also a request from explorers that we can now use. Uh. Sometimes, you know, you are in a quiet place or a library or in a court setting or even at church, and you don't really want to talk out loud, but you need to find the exit. Um, that's been really awesome. A lot of explorers will message us their shopping list, which is so awesome. That way we don't have to kind of keep track of it and we can mark it off as they go. Uh-huh. Or if it's a rather unusually loud area like public transit, they can text us um, if you know we're having a hard time and back and forth as well. So those are all uh, updates that, you know, whether through explorer's request or agent's request, that they are constantly improving. Like Rob was saying, it just keeps getting better and better. Like Mark, I am from, you know, the uh, days of yore with the, <laughs> the dash. And I just think, you know, back in my day, we had to, and how much more efficient agents can be now with the dash and looking forward to even getting even faster at it, which is going to be awesome. Oh, that's great. And that is a great description of the interface. Now, you mentioned that people do have a file or a folder that agents can have access to. And we talked about this a little bit on some of our expedition calls and whatnot. But to let everybody know, um, you do actually have an IRA folder and you can work with an agent to put things in your folder that you were going to use either maybe once or twice or you're going to use them a lot, especially if they're things you use a lot. It's great to keep them in your folder, but you can keep things like manuals of appliances and uh, your travel itinerary, um, pictures of your luggage. Um, Are there there some other examples, Carla, that I'm not thinking of here? Sure. I actually wanted to touch on that. There's a difference between notes that are just quickly available on Dash, um, and then there's like the folder, which is more permanent. Um, We have a lot of explorers who are attending college classes, and that is a series of five to six logins. And so they'll have us save that instead of needing to, you know, say them all out to us. Um, You know, with that Google folder, you also can be, you know, work with your agent to keep it organized. Um, We have some explorers who have folders upon folders upon folders, (laughs) and they're very detailed. Like, I want you to name this folder this, and then in there, make sure this is in there. And that actually is really helpful so that the next agent can then understand um, the organizational sequence. Um, But yeah, we have manuals, we have uh, pictures of luggage in there so that, you know, for our frequent travelers, okay, my picture of my luggage is inside my Google folder. Um, and so, you know, knowing the difference between the folder and then, like I said, just the notes. The notes would be, like I said, he's 6'2", you know, make sure mm-hmm. you don't hit something. Or maybe they're working on a big project. You just put notes for the day. You know, this huh. is what we're working on. Do it like this. But it's not something that needs to be... Um, you know, say forever, you can work with your agent to tell them, I want this in the temporary notes section, or I want this in the permanent um, folders. Um, And that's, uh, a lot of explorers don't know that. And it's really, because especially with continued 
continuity. Is that the right word? Continuity. Yeah. Continuity. Thank you. You know, if it's all in your Google folder, all agents have access to that once they're logged into the dash and good to go. And, um, you know, if you put really good notes in there and work with your agent to get good notes and the next agent that comes on, say, after the change of guard at the hour can just pick up right where, where they're at. Um, one project that was really fun was scanning in all of the sheets of a book that, um, they only had temporary access for. I think they had checked it out from a library. And then, so that was all in the Google folder. So then, you know, every day they call in for like 20 or 30 minutes to read a couple chapters and um, they knew right where the last agent took off. And so that was a really good example of, of keeping that consistent through agents. Oh, wow. That's that's good to know. And um, for security's sake, folks, these these folders are only accessible on a call. So that's the only time you and an agent can get into that folder. So those are extremely secure. Nobody else looks at those, anything like that. So you can uh, now if you're wondering, huh, I wonder what's in my folder. Well, you can absolutely call up an agent and ask them to go through the folder with you because there may be some things in there that, oh, you know what? I don't need that anymore. That's a trip I took two years ago. I don't think I'm ever going there again. Um, so, you know, if that's something you would like to do with an agent, absolutely. Give us a call and we can uh, we can go through that with you. So, moving on, um, I wanted to ask you guys as agents, one of the questions that someone asked, of course, and it's the question that, you know, I always ask you all on the podcast, what was probably one of your most interesting, and you can pick more than one if you'd like, um, experiences as an agent? And we'll start with Sarah on this one. Uh, so, mm, my favorite calls are always like the touristy calls. Uh, I've gotten a couple um in ireland which is where i've always wanted to go oh, how fun <laughs> and then um i've gotten what was it called is it big sur in california Ooh. like where you mm -hmm. um, so i they asked me to describe big sur and i was like gosh it's like so breathtaking it's hard to really find the words but then <laughs> you know you of course you find the words because that's mm -hmm. your job <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I love that. I think that should be a slogan. Ira is about finding the words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah and uh, the oh, probably my favorite about one of the Ireland calls was it was on um, either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, <gasps> oh. and they were out exploring, but they wanted to they wanted to eat at a pub, and I guess um, it's like law that all pubs have to be closed either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day mm -hmm. in Ireland. And so I was trying to search to find one that they could go to. And then I had to go and I, you know, I'm in the U S so I had to go to like Ireland websites looking for, you know, information. And then I found the law that, you know, legally they oh. had to be closed. So it was just oh, a no. neat experience. I mean, obviously not neat that they couldn't go to a pub, but <laughs> it's pretty cool though, that you can travel literally around the world in like a shift. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's um, that always amazed me. And, you know, places that look pretty ordinary to you and I, oh, my gosh, you're in New Zealand. Whoa. You know, or you're in Canada or you're in a part of the U.S. that, you know, uh, somebody has never been to before. Um, yeah. You know, fascinating stuff. All I right. always like. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's OK. Go ahead. 
I always like whenever I get calls from explorers um, who are in an area that I'm super familiar with. Ooh. And so then I'm like, they'll ask something and I don't even have to hunt for it. I'm like, nope, I know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> I had that experience in an airport once. Somebody said, oh, that's my local airport. I can tell you exactly where to go. Oh, that was great. And then, you know, people find out that agents are from their hometown. We had mm-hmm. an explorer who wrote in and said, you know, I found out this agent lives in my hometown. And that was really fun. So, great. Well, let's go over to Rob and find out about some of your fun experiences and and really amazing things that you've had on calls. I got a couple on the top of my head. Um, One, I think, was just it was moving, um, was Christmas Eve of this year, just being home and uh, agenting and not able to be at that moment with my family. Uh, one of the explorers happened to be with his uh, wife and they were in Colorado and they wanted to drive around to uh, get description of Christmas lights. Oh. And it was beautiful that night as well, being in Colorado. Oh, I um, bet. And they drove around and they uh, started to talk to me about it. And I was just telling them a little bit of background, what was going on with me and all that. And they probably spent two hours driving around with me describing Christmas lights. And to me, that was really moving because I knew that they were doing a little bit of that for me as well because I wasn't able to be out. I was aging. Um, so I thought that was really memorable. And this is just a funny one to me, and I never forget <laughs> it. It was probably one of my first calls. It had to be the top 30 calls. Um, the uh, It was an explorer that called, and she was in a little bit of a panic, and she said that she thought her her. Uh, guide dog had brought a rat in the house was, oh yeah uh, like, i'm not sure i'm like okay maybe so she walks me over to the to the dog bed and there's a <laughs> i first think it's a uh, toy i'm like no it's got to be a dog toy we're we're not sure she, she's like no it can't be it's, it cannot be it's got to be a rat is it alive so i'm like i don't i have no idea so why don't you poke it, it didn't move so then we started to move to the point of she's getting a dustpan and she rolls it over and i'm trying to guide her to get the rat onto the dustpan and to describing to her to don't tilt the dustpan too bad too far back towards you or it's going to fall on your arm oh, um yuck. and so we ended up able to get it on there after a couple squeaks from her and um she was just fantastic she was laughing a little bit you know she's nervous and we get outside because it was a little dark in there and when we get out that tail had to be about a foot and a half long and that oh. rat was literally i had never seen a rat that big in my entire life oh, oh wow <laughs> she dumped it in the garbage can and she, she actually said she's like this should be an ira commercial i'm like for sure one hundred percent that's the biggest rat i've ever seen so, oh my gosh <laughs> Wow. That's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, that's one way for, oh, wow. I'm just thinking of, yeah, yeah. that would be a great demo video. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's for <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's a cool pages. I'm telling you. I, didn't. I was just going to say, I'm like, that was- <laughs> and now if anybody is ever nervous about calling about anything, there you go. You know, Rob there has handled <laughs> a giant rat. So, yes. uh-huh. <laughs> if you get Rob, you've got a pro. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm going from rock star to superhero on that one. Yep. <laughs> I have had to clean up big old citrus rats before from places where I lived and then it's not fun. Oh, yuck. Uh, so uh, I don't even think Mark can top that, but 
Maybe he can. I'm not. No, really sure. I, 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 I will not even try to oh, top me. that one, Janine. Um, uh, but uh, I, I do come armed with fresh material. Uh, okay. For some of our longtime explorers, they may uh, remember your podcasts uh, in one yes. iteration or another, and I believe they're all still available uh, they online. They sure are. So if the explorers have not uh, gone back and through to listen to some of Janine past podcast with agents and other topics i recommend you spend the afternoon and do so uh, right. highly entertaining <laughs> and you'll hear my top three from from back then which really haven't changed but i don't like to repeat so i will offer up a one or maybe two new ones here um that stand out just just because of the um the effect with the explorer uh and one was just a month ago or at least it Ooh. seems like it was a month ago. Maybe it was two now. It but it's, just, it's COVID time now, Mark. Yes, COVID time. Just, it's very <laughs> it could elastic. be one yeah. day no or, you know, <laughs> yeah. six months. It's very Doctor Who time concept yes. right now. <laughs> um, but they called in, uh, and th they were assembled. This was an explorer, and husband and wife, and it turns out they were newlyweds. They had only been married for a month. Uh -oh. So they, they were still very much in and probably still are in that whole honeymoon glow, uh, <laughs> you know, just relishing each other's company. And they were, t they were spending the day tackling, putting together this giant headboard. Oh and we're, we're not talking just a, a flat board. We're talking the kind that has bookshelves in it, knickknack wow. shelves, oh. various, you know. Fancy. various nooks of various shapes mm -hmm. uh, you know i think it may have even had a mirror in it i'm not sure uh -huh. at this point. <laughs> mm -hmm. and so we, we spent about two and a half hours uh in that call and wow. you know they were working as a team you know they, they they kept all the parts where they needed to which was nice it made my job a lot easier but just getting to experience the joy that they were having of tackling that project together is something that is going to, you know, as it makes it stand out. And of course, you know, then, the, you know, a month later, they called back and said, oh, yes, you know, and, and just want to let you know the headboard is working perfectly. <laughs> you know, it's just everything, everything where we're, we had no leftover parts, everything was great. We're just, you know, and it was, oh, wow. so it was, it was, that was, that was That's a nice brilliant. one there. Um, and I'll offer a, a, a navigation call that's really kind of not one. Um, <laughs> this was right at the start of the pandemic, uh, before it actually had taken full effect here, but Great Britain had shut down. And this was a call from uh, Heathrow. Ah. And it was the middle of the... That's a fun airport. <laughs> yes, it is. It can be. <laughs> That's a huge airport. <laughs> yes, that also can be true. But on this occasion, because Great Britain had already shut down, it was also an incredibly empty airport. Oh, wow. I bet that was weird. <laughs> so it was weird. highly weird, which is why I'm bringing it up now. You mm -hmm. could actually hear the cane taps on wow. the floor echoing wow. off the walls of the corridor whoa wow creepy i oh. think we were on that call for about 40 minutes as he was going from security to his gate mm -hmm. i think we saw happen. 10 people <laughs> wow 10 people and that may have been generous Ooh, that's just uh, eerie <laughs> considering how chaotic airport environments are and yeah, you know, how busy they are, and how much visual uh, 
you know, clutter there is for us as agents to, as you're, as an explorer is going through an airport. Mm-hmm. Um, that experience will probably outlast every other airport navigation call wow. I will ever and have taken and will ever take uh, just, in, in Ira because it is such it was such an eerie scene. That's that, just it. I'm just thinking of like some apocalyptic movie or something. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Ooh. No zombies were sighted, thankfully, or giant rats. Um. I mean, I, I, <laughs> no? I, I've been through airports during the, the pandemic, and it, it is it. It is exactly as Mark describes, eerie. It, mm-hmm. it, it is almost frightening. Uh, I went through mm-hmm. Dallas. And oh, wow. That, you don't go through Dallas and not see people. And this it, one, it, I mean, yeah. it, it said something. Even the Whataburger in the airport was closed. And that oh, my gosh. And that doesn't happen. Um, I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For those who don't know, that is a Dallas, Texas landmark. So if that place is closed, (laughs) oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So I'm going to go to kind of a different topic here uh, that folks have sent in. And people asked, um, I believe it was, uh, let me find out who asked here. Um, Oh, and I'm not finding the name, but... Um, this person wanted to know, is there anything that we can do as explorers to make your job easier uh, in assisting us? And I'm probably going to go back to Carla for this one, then we'll kind of hit everybody of some things that kind of help people out in assisting us. Um, yeah, one thing that uh, kind of struck me this week, um, I know that all of those agents out there are rock stars and uh, superheroes. However, <laughs> if you call in and need, uh, you know, four or five things done, uh, either let us, you know, list them and organize them for ourselves, um, you know, especially if it involves like team viewer numbers that you're reading off to us and then you tell us about the website and we're still typing the team viewer numbers. Um, of course, agents uh, should work with you in our talk. You know, this is what I'm doing. I'm typing in the numbers. I'm clicking connect. Okay, now I'm putting your password so that you do know what's going on. Um, you know, and having like maybe an organized list, maybe utilizing that message feature. Um, also, that's why I pointed out the difference between notes and Google folders. Ah. You know, be active. That is your folder. Take control of it. You know, it is all right to ask the agent to uh, do things a certain way so that the next time you call in, that agent, you're able to guide them through it uh, the same way. Um, so, yeah, just listing off of its multiple things you have to do, um, either have a list prepared that you can send us. Um, also, a shopping and things like that online is always easier for us through TeamViewer. So, if you don't have TeamViewer downloaded, um, you know, call in, perhaps an agent can work with you to download it. However, it is easy for you to download, go to teamviewer.com. Um, and if you have that, it's so much easier because all the passwords are stored on your computer. All of the logins mm-hmm. are usually stored. And that just makes it so much easier. However, I know sometimes you're on the bus headed home and you just want to grab something from Amazon. Give us a call. We'll log in on our side. We'll open up an incognito window, keep all of your stuff, uh, you know, safe and secure, log out uh, be, before that's done. But those are a couple of things that I think really would make it um, a little bit easier uh, for those really detailed things that you call in. Our agents can do it all. And some of you explorers definitely put us through the works. You know what we're <laughs> capable of and you push mm-hmm. us to our limits. And that's awesome. 
And I have to really testify to this this one about TeamViewer because I didn't even really think about it before I started the task. But um, my home security system, one of the batteries died in one of the devices. And I took the battery out and I looked at it. Wow, that's a weird battery. I have no idea what this is. Okay, I'll call Ira. So I, I initially thought at first, all right, I'll just call and I'll get the type of battery and I'll go look it up. But then I realized, you know, once I got that type of battery why don't I just have them go on Amazon and look it up and send me the link for it via email? So actually the um, agent did that, sent me the link, and then I was able to go on my phone into my email, click on that link, and voila, I was there in my Amazon app and I could just order that battery. So that was, you know, one, two, three. Uh, now, I could have done that had I been prepared. I could have pulled up my Amazon account on my computer and just, you know, done it right there with the agent. I wasn't quite thinking on that one, but the you need I want to chime in. Was it was actually awesome. me. I thought it was Rob. I was thinking, <laughs> I wonder if that yeah. was Rob. It sure, certainly was. Yep. And that was such a smooth task. I was like, you know, my husband came back in and said, okay, what are we going to do about this? I said, oh, it's already taken care of. No problem. <laughs> And for the record, that was a very weird-looking battery. I, it, it was, we had to take a double look at that. So. It was definitely a strange one. And I don't know how you guys read round objects, but uh, you guys are amazing at that, I have to say. <laughs> so how do you read round objects? Uh, Rob, I'll throw that one up to you because it's uh, that is not an easy thing. I remember when I could see I had trouble reading round things like pill bottles and things like that. Well, typically just getting the, the Explorer to roll it. Um, so I try to keep my eyes fixated on it um, from just the roll of it. Uh -huh. Or So once I catch the first word of it, I'm just following my eyes across the bottle as you're rotating it around as you're rolling it. So it's kind of like um, a teleprompter then. <laughs> exa yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd probably be uh -huh. the best description for that. Sometimes we got to take photos of it if it's something that's much smaller. Um, you know, there's there are certainly pill bottles, like you said, that have incredibly small writing and they're wrapped completely around a bottle oh, yeah. that you know that may take a picture or two sometimes maybe not just depends um yeah that's pretty much how we go about doing that awesome any any tips from you anything you can think of um i kind of want to just i guess we touch on what uh carla said i guess and just expand a little bit on that that i think sometimes clarity of uh what an explorer calls in to to um to give the agent, you know, clarity on what the task that they are trying to accomplish. Sometimes I think that it's hard for agents to kind of ga gauge exactly where we're going with that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think at that moment, it can be frustrating for, for both the explorer and the agent when we're all trying to guess on what exactly it is we're trying to accomplish. And sometimes it actually, is a, there's a time constraint on it. Um, and by the time you find that out, we, you know, that we have, we have burned some time before we've actually even figured out what exactly it is we're trying to do. Um, and then the only other thing I could think of really off the top of my head would be sometimes, and I find this kind of odd and funny. I don't really know how to respond to this, but sometimes as an agent, I pick up a phone call and it almost sounds like the explorer's surprised that we answered. <laughs> um, and so then I guess, that, you know, then they're not really relatively prepared for it. It may be mm -hmm. something that they've got, um, you know, they want to do some team viewer work, uh, you know, that was brought up and they could be, you know, out side at the mailbox or whatnot and they're shocked and then they walk in they got to turn the computer on and so forth and all that mm -hmm. and i just it's it just baffles me sometimes to think that you know <laughs> it's like uh, 
um, that we, we as agents are ready to go. The moment we take a call, we're ready to, to, to knock this task out and do our awesome. best we can. Awesome. And I was going to say, I know that our, our wait time on calls has been a little bit longer lately, but not quite that longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, Sarah and Mark, do you guys have any, any tips for folks? Sarah, if you want to go first. I, I don't really have any like tips per se. Um, I'm just always super appreciative whenever uh, explorers are like, I'm pretty quick on my feet. I think I can say that about all the agents we are really quick on our feet. Um, but just whenever they are patient with us so we can kind of orient ourselves to the, you know, the specific situation, because even though, um, you know, we are, are being the eyes, it's still not a full replacement for being there in person and, and seeing mm -hmm. it. Um, so I, I'm just always super appreciative whenever explorers are just uh, patient while I figure out what's going on also. Great. And Mark, how about you? I, I, would, I would echo probably both of uh, Sarah and Rob. Um, you know, particularly if it's a street navigation task, uh, if you're in an urban area or if you're in a mall, uh, those types of tasks do t usually require a little visual uh, reconnoitering uh, mm -hmm. before, uh, you, know, a, you know, suggesting a course of action. Um, if you as an explorer already know uh, exactly where you are, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, the storefront, or what the business is you're in front of. Because uh, as you said earlier, GPS, or actually I think Carla said it earlier, GPS is very, very precise in many environments. The big city is not one of them. Yeah. The big city, Carla's right, it will be within 50 feet. Yep. However, if you're in Philadelphia, New York, Boston, San Francisco, 50 feet could be any one of the four corners you're at the intersection of. And halfway down the next block with that could canyon. Be on effect. the other side so, of the street as well. Mm -hmm. So I, I, would, I, would, I would just, you know, urge or, you know, offer uh, patience uh, that I, I think uh, many times our explorers are so used to IRA being so instant in terms of what its technology can do and what we as agents can do. And we're rightfully proud of that. Uh, but there are certain environments where it, we do need to take that extra minute or two and have an explorer, you know, look in a couple of different directions with the camera so that we can be, we're frantically cross checking the visuals with the map with the visual Google street maps. Uh, so we can exactly figure out which corner you're on because a lot of corners in cities, frankly, look a lot alike. I bet <laughs> they do. Yes. <laughs> um, and the, and the other factor is, you know, again, as, as you, everyone's been talking about is just, have that initial request thought out. You know, it's very easy if you want to get an expiration date on on a, a, a food item. Uh, but if you have a multiple step task, you know, for, you know, to just have have those thoughts collected before the call in. It's not so much that we you know, need to have that in order to make sense of what's going to happen, but it can dramatically cut down the time 
at the front end of the call. As Rob said, there are many calls where it takes a full five minutes to get started on the task. And that may not have been an issue (laughs) uh, in the past or at the present, but it may very well be an issue moving forward. Uh, And even for our explorers who have the, the, the large minute plans, you know, they're, the five free five has been a cushion as it were. And, you know, I, I can remember when I started, uh, this was just at the phase out time of the unlimited plans uh-huh. which tells, tells people exactly how long I've been around. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and people, uh, explorers were intensely, um, intensely, uh, Owner, uh, I, I'm, tr- I'm losing the word, the own, uh, intense ownership of every minute they had, mm-hmm. where they did not want to waste a second with small talk yep. or anything else. <laughs> and, you know, I, 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 you know I, I think that some tasks require that, a, a long lead in time to pin down exactly what it is. But I think a lot of tasks, you know, explorers can expedite their own calls uh, with just having that extra 10 or 15 seconds of thought before they call in to, okay, here's exactly what I want, uh, as opposed to, I'm not sure what I want. I know where I want to get. And then the explorer and the agent work together to figure out how to get from where we are to where you want to go. And, uh, you know, I, I, I would just recommend that, but, you know, I, I have, uh, you know, I, I have been impressed uh, unfailingly on a daily basis with the patience overall of our Explorer team, you know, group, whether they be guests or longtime subscribers, whether they're people I've talked with daily uh, or, you know, people I haven't talked with ever before. Mm-hmm. And the graciousness and the good naturedness and the, uh, the patience that they show, uh, not only to us, but just, to, just in general, is, is never ceases to amaze me. And that is a wonderful way to go out of tonight's call. Um, We want to thank all of you. And uh, before we do that, I have to roll over here to my magic Braille calendar. Ryan's favorite part of the show. It is my favorite part of the show. I hold up my Braille calendar. See that on YouTube? There's my (laughs) Braille calendar. Happy day. I have to get another right month now. And then I'm going to go down here to September. And our next call will be on September 16th. That is Wednesday the 16th. A couple things we have coming up for you. Next Friday, the 28th, we have our first afternoon at the museum. So I'm excited look, for that. Yeah, I, I think really that's going to be so cool. So if you like <laughs> museums, if you really want to learn, if you have some kiddos who want to learn some stuff, maybe they are homeschooling, uh, whatever this this school year is going to be so bizarre and different for everybody i think uh but feel free to join us that'll be right live on youtube and we will have a zoom link for that call as well so you can join us by phone if you want and that will be explorer stephanie watts and an agent and they this time around are going to check out the african-american museum of iowa 
And Iowa, you say? How interesting. Well, you will find out how interesting when we get into our afternoon at the museum. And that is going to be at 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on Friday the 28th, which will be 1 o'clock Pacific time. Sorry, not Central. Pacific (laughs) time. And you will be receiving an email all about that on Monday. Now, remember, on Tuesday the 25th, the new five-minute limits kick in. And today you will notice for both the iOS and Android apps an update. And in this update, we have put in all of the technical stuff that we need to put in those timers for you on the free five minutes, whether you are a guest and doing the one call per day, or whether you're on a paid plan and doing that uh, one call every, excuse me, every four hours. There will also be information in the app about purchasing add-on minutes and purchasing gift cards. Yay, gift cards. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan and his team are psyched about gift cards. They are ready. We we really are. Uh, Gift cards, I think, have been something we've been looking forward to for a while and i'm really excited to bring that back to you guys i know it's been a really high-end request and we are really excited to bring that back for you guys so and somebody asked you know can i buy a gift card for myself well sure absolutely and what are they going to need to buy a gift card ryan they're they're going to need one crucial piece of information about buying a gift card Absolutely. They are going to need the telephone number on your IRA account. So as long as you have the correct number on your IRA account when you're logging into the app, whoever is buying your gift card needs to know that information um, in order to buy a gift card for you. Um, And so as long as they have that information, they can buy that gift card. And they can even buy that gift card if you don't have an IRA account yet because we'll send you a link to get set up and then you can use your gift card for either um, buying a plan if you don't have one or if you have a plan, you can use it to either pay for your next month or buy some add-on minutes which never go away as long as you have that paid plan. So we appreciate everybody's support and we will talk to you next month on the 16th. Uh, We want to thank our agents tonight, Carla Kane. Hey, Carla. Yay. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Mark Lawrence. Always good to chat with you, Janine. I hope we'll do it again in another six or seven months. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's going to have to be a if future If not now. sooner. <laughs> it's going to have to be sooner than that. Come on. <laughs> you got it. Also, I would recommend uh, real quickly, I saw uh, a meme going around. Yet you were proud of your planner. There was a meme going around on social media on my feed, and I'm sure others. Uh, I'm not buying a 2021 planner until I see a trailer. (laughs) (laughs) I like that that. a lot. (laughs) I definitely like that. Sarah Rushing, thank you so much, Sarah, for being with us tonight. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. And last but definitely not least, Rob Schmitz. Thank you so much, Rob. Thank you so much. It was been a pleasure. Very, Very nice talking with everyone. Great. Well, thank you, everybody out there on YouTube and Zoom. Again, this has been Janine Stanley and my co-pilot, Ryan Bishop. Thank you, everybody. It was such a pleasure to get to talk to all the agents today. I am so glad we were able to bring that to you, and I look forward to the next time and the museums. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Stay well, and we'll talk to you in September.